This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice-cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode is all about the F word in business. And as much as we would love it to be the swear word, which often it is, but very very often it is, but more so often, it's actually the word fear. Now, you may be thinking, yeah, I'm not scared of my business. It doesn't scare me. But believe it or not, fear pops into your business and prevents you from doing things more often than you can ever imagine. Hell yes, it does. Fear can, you know, pop up in little things like that email that you need to send and you just keep putting off and putting off and putting off or looking at your financials or doing social media videos. That's one that I really struggled with. How about you, Jem? What's an example of where fears popped up in your business? Well, okay, if I'm speaking from my personal experience. um, So for me, my massive light bulb moment was this disconnect that I had between, it's like I'd created two Gemmas. So (laughs) I decided that there was Gemma there was business Gemma and the two of us were very different people and Gemma is quite fearless she does all sorts of random things that you know she's not scared of and think yeah so I always thought well why would I be scared and fear anything in my business because other Gemma you know does crazy things like trek through the Amazon jungle for two weeks by herself with a guide and who knows where I was and, you know, completely random things that so many people would never dream of doing. And yeah, so I never imagined that fear is something that I faced, but then I had this massive light bulb moment of the things that I was not doing in my business was because I was scared of them. And what I found even more interesting is that Yes, don't get me wrong. I didn't just, well, I kind of did just run into the Amazon like, hooray, yay. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it's like I've had an awareness that I should be scared, right? I'm in a country on my own in the middle of a jungle with zero communication of any form. And snakes and spiders. With, yeah, with snakes are fine. Spiders, not not so fine. (laughs) Well, believe it or not, that was actually one of the reasons that it had been my dream to visit the Amazon since I was a child because I wanted to see a snake big enough to consume my whole body. I was a very odd child. Anyway, (laughs) I thought that was cool. I'm like, what? Anacondas, Boeing constrictors, like a snake big enough that I could be in its belly. Yeah. Clearly, you (laughs) never grew up in rural New New South Wales. (laughs) Come on, those snakes are a lot bigger than owls. Yeah, I know, which is why I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
anyway, back to back to this. So and that's okay. We can talk snakes and spiders in an upcoming podcast episode if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's it's because of an open awareness, right? It's like I'm doing this thing which I should have this awareness of fear around me of things I should be scared of, right? Mm-hmm. So I had this awareness of fear around, you know, um, maintain peripheral vision and just, you know, keep your eyes open and all of that. But like you said, not sending that email, putting it off and putting it off and putting it off is because you're scared of it, right? And you just, you don't realize that because it sounds so bizarre that, like, why would you fear doing that? But that that's the thing. And a feeling like fear, you know when it's getting in your way if you're not taking action on that thing, mm. right? Because that's the brain's job. If it senses fear, it's going to stop you from doing that so you don't die. And quite often it's not actually the fear itself that we're avoiding. It's a negative emotion. Like it could be that, you know, say you have to send um, an email to a client to break up with them and it could be the sense of loss that you're avoiding or, you know, you might be anxious about it or worried about what it might mean for the future. So, yeah, it, it fear in a lot of times. Well, you tell the story really well, you know, about the whole caveman thing. Do you want to jump in and do that? <laughs> Well, sure. Why not? Uh, It's really interesting though, because uh, like you said, you know, you're putting that off from this place of fear because you're almost fearing the fear, you know, like you're scared of the next emotion to come. Yeah. Right. But it's like, but then you just keep living in this state of fear and putting it off because you're scared of another emotion, you know, so it's it's so bizarre. Mm. But yeah, so going back to caveman times and the reason our body, you know, produces or our brain gives us that emotion of fear is so we can take a certain action, right? And it's usually because if we're scared of something, we will either, you know, run away and hide, right? Or not do anything, curl up in a ball, protect ourselves, keep ourselves alive. So when the brain senses that same emotion that's what it does so and then that all the other sort of you know things we fear is you know getting kicked out of a pack yeah because we're herd animals so if if you're scared of something you know like sending an email or whatever or putting up that social media post and one person saying something mean to you then your brain is pre-sensing that you're going to get rejected you're going to get eaten by a lion because the packs pushed you out into the middle of an open field you know and it's so interesting that our that's why it's sort of known as the the primitive brain yeah because it's still thinking in that way but when you relate it to today there's really nothing that we should be scared of, right? Like unless we're in an actual threat of danger, which, you know, isn't always that likely. It tends to be pretty safe world we live in here in Australia, right? But our brain is still 
making those same connections and reactions to fear because all it wants to do is keep you alive. And it doesn't know that what you're scared of is sending an email. It thinks a lion is coming to eat you. Mm. That's what it knows. And its sole purpose is to keep you alive. So if you're scared of something or preempting a bad emotion, it's going to stop you from doing that thing. Mm. So funny enough that we were recording this today, I was coaching a client earlier and it happened to be on a very similar topic and she was scared of writing her email sequence. Well, you know, she didn't know at the time, right? Um, But digging in and tapping into that emotion, it was scared. It was fear. You know, and it was for that that exact same reason that she was getting a lot of writer's block. So she was going to, you know, she had all these ideas and all these things and she was going to write. And as soon as she sits down to write, nothing happens. Nothing comes into her brain. She's forgotten everything, right? Mm. And it was because of, you know, many sort of thoughts of I've got nothing to say. People won't want to listen to what I say. All of that, which generated that fear, which stopped her from doing anything, you know, and until she sort of put that two and two together, she didn't realize. But when you look at it, like say, for example, if you're going to bungee jump, right, and you're standing with your bungee tied around you on that cliff edge, you know you're going to be scared. Right? If you're scared of heights or whatever, you know you're putting yourself into a you know somewhat potentially dangerous situation. Yeah, but you're still going to jump off, right? Nine times out of ten, sometimes you you won't, yep. but you're still going to jump off. Which means with that exact same feeling, you can still write that email sequence. Yeah. So fear fear can actually be used in a positive way too. Like for example. Fear can actually let us know when we're at the edge of our comfort zone. You know, if we're happy and comfortable and have good emotions and good feelings about what we're doing, then obviously we're inside our comfort zone. We're doing things that feel good, feel okay, it's all all right. But, you know, as they say, nothing ever happens or nothing amazing ever happens inside your comfort zone. You need to step foot outside of your comfort zone and take a chance. And so, you know, in that respect, fear can be a really amazing thing. It can just, you can use it to let yourself know that you're on the cusp of something potentially amazing and that you should step up and take the next step. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing. So the reason that, you know, you, you decide not to do the thing, you know, whether it's, create a video or write your email sequence or send an email or post something on social media, media, the reason you decide not to do it from that, you know, place of fear is because you'll feel more comfortable, mm. right? And that's what the brain wants, wants to keep you comfortable because yeah. if you're comfortable, nothing bad's going to happen and you're not going to die. So <laughs> here's the thing, like, is that what you want? You know, it, it, nothing good comes from comfortable. You've been comfortable, right, your whole life. You're not going to 
grow your business. You're not going to do the things you need from a place of comfortable. You know, think and think back to all the times in, in your life when you felt uncomfortable, you felt awkward, you felt scared, you felt, you know, rejected, whatever, but you still went ahead and did whatever the thing was. Mm. You know, feel that it's it's like what you hear everywhere. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So if you feel uncomfortable, then do it. Don't not do it. Yep. Right? It's like working a muscle too. You know, mm-hmm. the more you do things that make you feel uncomfortable, the better you get at it. The stronger that muscle gets, the more weight you can lift, the more uncomfortable and scary things you can try and do in the future. Well, if you think about growth as well, like, you know, when you're a child or a baby and people talk about growing pains, right? So like thinking about that, yeah. <laughs> Your actual body is uncomfortably growing into itself from when you're a child growing up and becoming a, you know, toddler into a whatever comes after toddler and then <laughs> <laughs> child, teen, child, teen, whatever. Yeah, yeah, baby, toddler, yeah, child, teen. Think of the growing pains into your teens. Goodness yep. me, right? So think of it in the same way. How are you going to grow your business if you're going to be comfortable, you know, feel those growing pains? Mm. And so I guess from here the question is how can we as female entrepreneurs feel the fear and do it anyway? How can we ensure or support ourselves in taking the action that we need to take that we're avoiding because you know I mean we're all good at avoiding we're all good at procrastination you know like oh yeah here I'm just gonna jump on and see what's going on on Facebook or yeah we're all it's it's like I've been saying recently how when I went down from working eight hour days to four hour days and I actually get more done in a day now it's like I did something with those other four hours. I thought it was work. Apparently not. Not. So how do we, how can we make sure that we avoid procrastinating the fear away, that we actually take the steps to do the things that we don't want to do so we can get the practice and get stronger and better at pushing through our fear and doing what needs to be done. Where do I start answering this question? Wherever you like. <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, believe it or not, your brain is addicted to your procrastination. Oh, yes. <laughs> so if you think about any time you go to do something and you put it off, you feel like a bit of relief. And then you put it off, feel a bit of relief, put it off again. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I feel better now. Your brain is releasing a teeny tiny little bit of dopamine every time you do that. Mm-hmm. And your brain loves that brain chemical because it makes it feel nice and happy and safe and in love. So you are actually addicted to your procrastination. <laughs> well, yeah, like as, as a productivity coach, that's, that's the hardest thing to deal with with my clients. It's like, 
you know, procrastination does feel good. And again, it's because procrastination is avoiding the uncomfortable feelings. Mel Robbins has got a really good quote about procrastination. And she says that procrastination is not a form of laziness. It's actually a coping mechanism for stress. Mm. And I mean, stress is generally caused by uncomfortable feelings. Yep. But I feel the uncomfortable feelings. That causes a level of stress in our body. Let's procrastinate. Absolutely. So yeah, so first of all, it's not it's not as simple as, oh, I'll just feel fear and do stuff from now on, right? Because Oh, if only it was. Right. <laughs> how how cool would it be if we all just went I'm not going to procrastinate ever again. Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm just, I'm going to sit down and do everything I said I was going to do today without any avoidance or, you know, without anything. I'm not going to get up and make five cups of tea. I'm not mm-hmm. going to see a bit of social media. I'm just yeah. going to sit down and for my work hours in my calendar today, I'm going to do nothing but work on the tasks that I had decided I wanted to do. Woohoo! How amazing would that be? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'd be out of a job. Yeah, totally right. (laughs) (laughs) That's why coaches exist. Productivity experts exist. That's why we are here to help the people. Um, yeah, so I, I, it, it's not an easy thing to change at all. Brain's addicted to it. Brain loves it. End of story. There's, there's many different tactics and things you can try. But before I guess we go into that, the number one thing I want to say is don't be hard on yourself because it's not, it is not going to change overnight you're still going to let fear get in the way without realizing it. And have you, as you've said, it is a normal thing for a normal, so normal. brain to do. So normal. It is not abnormal. The people no. that can just work through fully focus the whole time, that is more abnormal. The normal human brain wants these dopamine hits. It's, it's so true. So that's the thing. What is happening to you? is normal and if you if you ever if you think about a thing oh my god I feel like such a loser seriously the reason I didn't write that social media post was because I was scared or I was preempting a future fear of you know humiliation or rejection or whatever nothing has gone wrong so that's that's the first thing as well you know don't be hard on yourself because your brain's doing what it's meant to do and absolutely nothing's gone wrong yep. at all. You're totally normal. Everything about you is normal. In fact, you should be thanking your brain because it's keeping you alive. Yes. In another situation, it would be keeping you alive. Yeah. But the beauty of our brain is we have a separate area of it, an advanced area, which we can use to override the primitive part of it and say, it's okay, brain, I'm not going to die here. It's all good. We can, we've got this, right? <laughs> In saying that, it's not as easy as just talking to your brain either. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, uh, 
Yeah, if it was all those motivational posters that you have around your office, like you'd be, they'd be doing the job and you'd be superhuman by now. You'd, yeah, you would be a superhuman. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, if we're talking business related, which we are, and we're looking at our schedule and everything we've got to do, all the things, uh, work backwards from it. So look at what's sitting there on your to-do list and think about what's going to get in your way of doing the thing and come up with, I guess, strategies to overcome these obstacles. So whether it's, you know, I'll um, pick up my phone and stalk what some other business owner's doing, right, or... um. At this point, I'll probably want a coffee because it's that time of the day and then I'll avoid doing what's there and then I'll hang around the kitchen for, you know, 20 minutes longer than I should and then my cat will do something funny and then, you know, (laughs) (laughs) look at things that will distract you that will put you off. So use those as strategies to overcome your procrastination obstacles and then start to listen to your body. Tune in. If if something feels off, pay attention to where you feel fear. Um, the feeling of fear can quickly turn to panic, which then pushes into anxiety if we're faced in a super dangerous situation, right? Or not even super dangerous. Mm. So usually fear is going, you're going to feel those vibrations in somewhere in your stomach, right? Give you yeah. those butterflies, that uncomfortable feeling. Um, for me, which is almost, if not identical, to my feeling of excitement. So, you know, pay attention to where fear is or any of those uncomfortable, vulnerability, rejection. Pay attention to those feelings and feel where they are in your body and then you can start to realise them. Can I just jump in for a sec there? Um, it was interesting what you said how, the feeling of fear in your body is also the same as the feel, uh, feeling of excitement. That was something um, when my kids were younger and they struggled a bit with anxiety, that was actually something that we were told a lot. So when they had to go to school and something about that made them feel anxious, we were then told to go, okay, maybe I don't feel anxious about it. Maybe I actually feel excited about it. And so just to change that in their heads because the body was already doing the response that it was doing and just to flip that and go, oh, but maybe it's not anxiety. Maybe it's actually excitement. It just flips the brain. It's like, you know, your body's doing that thing. No, it's not anxiety. It's actually excitement. And then they'd go into whatever it was, feeling really happy and have a much more positive outcome. So, yeah, just wanted to throw that one in there because it's actually a thing. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Yeah, so in instead of, so the reason you're aware we all procrastinate, um, you know, is for that better feeling, right? Mm. <laughs> for that relief, for the, you know, little bit of, oh, oh I feel better. That's why we do it. So, <laughs> I guess start to think about understanding your fear, understanding the feeling, and let it be there. Don't push it 
away because all pushing it away does is not move you towards where you want to go. It brings in the procrastination. It brings in having a glass of wine. It brings in going to have a coffee, right? That's not doing the thing you want to do. Feel it. And once you start to feel that, see if you can use courage to overcome it because by you actually interrupting that feeling in your body, you are using very much so your forward-thinking brains. You are being super courageous in overriding what your body's doing. So think about yourself as being courageous, right? And once you feel that in your body and you understand the feeling, don't push it away. And then you know what? Think of yourself as being courageous because what you're doing is overriding a feeling that is the same feeling of you jumping out of an airplane. So you know what? You are damn courageous. So feel the fear, utilize it, use it as courage and think about it. Fear comes from not knowing, okay? So, for example, when I was going into the Amazon, I didn't know what to expect. But for me, that gets me super excited because I love that. It means that I'm going to have all these situations I've never dealt with before. I'm going to have to, you know, use my strategic brain, I guess, and navigate my way through things and figure things out. And I love that. But now I think about that that feeling of excitement. Was it fear? Who knows? Because for me, it feels like the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. If you really think about what fear is, it really comes from unknowing situations, which is why we could create so much anxiety in our bodies, which is why we preempt the further feeling. You know, I'm scared to post this on social media because maybe someone will say something mean. Maybe I'll get rejected. Maybe I'll get in trouble. Maybe I did the wrong thing, right? So it's almost like you're preempting that future feeling, mm. but there will always be negative feelings. Yes. And you've also just reminded me of something. Um, it's a definition of fear that, I don't know, I came across it sometime in my early 20s. It's fear is false evidence appearing real. So it's something that's not real appearing like it is real. So, I mean, from there we can start challenging ourselves. And, you know, if, you, if you're aware of your fear, you stop and you, you start to procrastinate or you get the urge to procrastinate and you go, okay, what's going on here? What mm-hmm. am I afraid of? Mm-hmm. You identify what that thing is and then you can stop and think to yourself, what is the worst that could happen? And this is another technique that they use with kids with anxiety or adults too, I suppose. But, like, really let your brain go wild. Like, what is the worst thing that can happen? Like, you know, I put a, I do a live on social media and it goes, it's really bad. And then someone reposts it and it goes viral because it's so bad. It's like, is that is that going to happen? <laughs> like, what what are the odds of that happening? What are the odds of the worst possible thing that you can imagine happening? And then suddenly, the little fears that you had, mm. like the little oh, but someone will think I'm stupid, mm. that really doesn't seem as big a thing anymore. That that yeah, 
that's amazing. Actually, yeah, just come up with yeah your worst case scenarios, yeah. and I think looking at them and the actual likelihood of them mm. probably not that high. It really will, I guess, bring that fear down a bit and be like, oh, hang on. But yeah, yeah, but not I'm even going. Not to... going to go viral. So no, but like going. But when you do it, you've got to go to the absolute extreme mm. worst case scenario. Like you know, yeah. Let your imagination run wild and feel silly doing it. Oh, this sounds like a fun exercise. I would love to do this one. Yeah, I'm in. It, it just blows it up. It's like, oh well, that's not going to happen. So what is my problem? <laughs> what that is it's actually really interesting because I've kind of done that naturally for years since I was a kid like my brain always goes to worst case you know Uh, I remember and I I don't know if that's an Italian cultural thing but it very well could be because my mother did it my father did and half my family did it (laughs) so I think I naturally did it like when I when I first told my mother I was going to teach in Costa Rica. Her reaction was, clearly it's a scam. When you get off the airplane, they're going to steal your kidneys. <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> right? That that was it. That's that it. done deal. You didn't, you didn't even need to try and imagine it yourself. Your right? Like, here you go. <laughs> Right. So I think I've always had worst case scenario offered to me <laughs> so for me to think, well, it's probably not going to happen. Off I go. <laughs> so I can actually really see the benefit to that thinking mm. about, and, but the, and the thing is as well, right? If that worst case scenario happens, then what? Right. Mm. Okay. You know, getting your kidney stolen, probably, you know, not an ultimate situation. But hey, you right? can live on one kidney. Well, you've, you've got one kidney left, so you're right to go, right? But, you know, some a bad video of you going viral on the internet. All right. You know what? They disappear. People forget about them. And what? You know, what What? What are you doing on that video? You may say something stupid. All right. You know what I mean? So often the worst case isn't even that bad. No, and the thing is too, like um, this is my eternally positive <laughs> outlook on things people that didn't know you before now they know you exist there you go you know it's the whole there is what is it there's no no bad publicity publicity (laughs) any publicity is good publicity so there you go you could be afraid of doing a social media video the worst case scenario is it goes viral and suddenly everyone knows who you are some massive client then comes to you throwing millions of dollars at like nice what what was the problem in the first place yeah totally right <laughs> and I, my brain just had had a new saying of feel the fear and fuck up anyway <laughs> <laughs> that is the key I, to growing your business ladies <laughs> yeah that, that is the byline for this episode <laughs> that's the thing you know and but imagine you know imagine giving into that fear always you know and putting things off and putting things off and you know it it, you're not going to grow your business so it really is the magical f word in business you know apart from as much as we love the word fuck here at work wife wine time um fear really is the key 
to to growing your business, stepping into that uncomfortable feeling and using it as a tool to grow. And this brings me back to something that we've talked about before. I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about this before um, on Work Wife Wine Time about the impossible goals that we were setting for ourselves and the 25 fails that we're supposed to set for ourselves each quarter. So the 25 fails are things that we, the actions that we decide ahead of time to take, but we actually expect to fail at. So the whole idea is that you get really, really good at failing. And as we've talked about, you know, with failing comes fear. So it's actually getting you really, really good at pushing through your fears, facing your fears and fucking up anyway. And when you think about it as well, you know, I'm sure you have played the comparison game because we all have when you jump online and see what everyone else is doing and think never perfect. Never. (laughs) Do you actually think that they never went through what you went through? They did. Yep. And how do I know these? Because they have human brains. Exactly. But what's the difference with them? They pushed through the fear. They felt her and they said, fuck it, I'll do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right? They felt the fear and they did it anyway. And But they never gave up. It's like an impossible goal. Mm. They failed. They tried something else. They failed. They tried something else. They failed and they tried something else. They were uncomfortable the whole time. But the more they did it, the more they created that muscle. Hmm. I just want to put a caveat in there too. The idea isn't that you just fail and then get up and try something else. You fail and then you, or you fail a certain number of times. So in this case, it's 25 times each quarter. And then you look Hmm. at what you did, what the outcomes were, why you failed. So you learn from the process before you move on. So yeah. So to add that in there. Yeah, no, for sure. So it's like, you know, if we're looking at, at, you know, failing at something 25 times, it gives you a chance to assess. Mm. What did you learn? What went well? What didn't go well? What could you improve on? What could you change? You know, and that that really is the key uh, to success there. And none of, none of that's going to feel comfortable. It's not going to feel safe. It's going to feel very uncomfortable. But that it, it's the key to your growth. And like Brooke Castillo from the life coach school says it's the key to success is being uncomfortable Mm. and you know very successful business people would have been very uncomfortable but you know they I guess they use persistence and they conjured fear and felt it and used it and just kept going yeah so the key takeaways from this episode are We all have a human brain and we all feel fear. Procrastination is not laziness. It's a coping mechanism for stress. Growing pains hurt. Fear is uncomfortable, but use your growing pains to grow your business. And the final one that is now my favourite phrase ever. Feel the fear and fuck up anyway. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. 
If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.